This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Startup Clinic. And a warm welcome to the studio to Dr. Saif Al-Sha'ali, who's the Executive Director of Social Incubator and Contracting from the Authority of Social Contribution. So, MAN for short, the Social Thank Incubator exactly. Accelerator. Thank you so much for, for joining us, Dr. Saif. A pleasure to be here. So, give people an idea uh, uh, of MAN and, and tell us what you do there, because like George said, we had lots of people entering our competition where we're helping them start a business. And the idea of social change is really big at the moment. Uh, absolutely. So um, MAN was created on five pillars, main pillars, uh, one of which is, of course, the social incubator and accelerator, which is uh, a very important aspect of uh, of MAN. Um, in short, MAN is made, uh, is, was created to help uh, expand the third sector. Yeah. So uh, communi- uh, civil society organizations. Uh, we're talking charities, nonprofit organizations, and social enterprises. The the main aspect of it is that a lot of people want to do good. All of the businesses right now want to do good. They want they look at their social impact and how they uh, uh, impact the environment, how they impact the the society around them. And um, we uh, here in Abu Dhabi in the UAE had a lack of that sector um, uh, growth. And we're trying to help uh, uh, establish that sector uh, in Abu Dhabi and in the UAE. Sorry, George. So no worries. Doctor, you know, we hear, we hear, we often hear about CSR, corporate social responsibility or whatever. How does this tie into what you're trying to do or what you're trying to build? Or is it two separate things, completely different things? Um, so as a man, as a whole, um, so, uh, corporate social responsibility or CSR is a very important aspect of it and other pillars. And we can talk about that in a bit. Uh, however, for the social um, incubator and accelerator, we focus on establishing entities with a social cause built in. So usually CSR is a, a for-profit company that Doing. does uh, that does uh, profit. They focus on making money. And then there is the small aspect of CSR, usually 10, Correct. 15 or smaller percentages of Correct. their uh, profits. Um, when you co- talk about social enterprises, and it's not a new idea. It's been in the UK, for instance, from the 70s, yeah. where their core business model is built upon a social impact or a social responsibility, um, integrating uh, people of determination into society, for instance, mm. as their core business. And we have um, in our first session, in our first cohort uh, at the social incubator, we focused, uh, we, th- we theme our incubator, every cohort. Our first cohort was focused on people of determination, on inclusion of people of determination. And we had 10 great ideas that came in and wanted specifically to help people of determination, either through hardware, software, or services. Some of the ideas are available elsewhere in the world that wasn't implemented here. A camp, for instance, uh, the, 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 the business is called The Camp. And they, what they do is actually create day camps or weekend camps where typical and non-typical uh, children can yeah. play together and, and talk and, and collaborate. So the idea of that business, it's a business, it's for profit. However, it's based upon that inclusion aspect. If you take that out, it's just a yeah. for-profit company. I see. 
And I, I think what's interesting is Man's been around for one year. It's new, but lots of interest already. I think it's, we still haven't uh, passed that threshold. Okay. <laughs> so we're nearly a year old. Yes, correct. Little, little baby. Yes, so far. absolutely. <laughs> but growing very quick and growing quite strong. Um, uh, uh, yes, actually, we're very fortunate to have our uh, government support, our leader support. We have a very uh, passionate director general. We have a very passionate uh, chairman from the DCD. We, we report to the de uh, Department of Community Development and all of them understand what we're doing clearly and that's why we, we're actually uh, very active. I, I always say we're um, an army of you. Yeah. yeah. Dr. Doctor, doctor Charlie, what's, what's your main, uh, what's your main uh, role as an incubator in, in, in people that are looking to start these type of companies? So I've heard uh, a little bit of the discussion before before I got into the studio and you talked about, of course, people being an entrepreneurs and trying mm. to start up businesses and understanding, you know, the flow of money and finances and marketing and the business model, et cetera, et cetera. We add that, uh, we all do all of that but we add that layer of uh, social uh, impact and so, uh, social aspect of it. So uh, uh, they have their, uh, their work cut out for them, uh, so to speak. They do all of the entrepreneurship side, but also care about how they're going to impact the, the community positively. So we do, uh, we do funding. We do stipends, we, do, uh, we give them uh, uh, spaces to work from, and we, uh, we tutor them and mentor them. We build up their network, we open doors. Uh, and is this, is this something that they pay for, or is this something no. that is, okay. Uh, we actually, uh, in the POD uh, cohort, um, we had 500 uh, plus uh, applicants, 132 completed applicants we chose 10 to get into the program okay. but we help you uh, establish in Abu Dhabi we help we give you the funding we give you the stipends and everything else to because our mandate is to expand the third sector Excellent. and this is our way of doing it now Dr. Safe, I guess it would be fair to say possibly this was almost a taboo at one point talking about this third sector thinking of um, how you become an entrepreneur think of business ideas with maybe mental maybe environmental positive impact whereas now it's such an open topic and, and I guess it's so important whether you're working in the private sector or whether you're working in the public sector having some kind of social meaning is just so important now. Absolutely. And by the way, I've heard also, you just mentioned it and um, George mentioned it uh, previously, was about uh, mental well-being. Mm. There is a huge stigma around mental health and mental well-being. Mm. Our second cohort at, at, uh, you know, uh, focuses on that as well in, in the incubator. We're actually also launching our first accelerator program and the second um, and the sec uh, first cohort with the second cohort of the incubator. Um, we, we like to focus on stigma. Yeah. Um, uh, inclusion of PODs is a stigma and it, is, it still continues to be a stigma. Um, they, are, they can be productive parts of the society. They are part of the society regardless of if we like it or not. We need to remove that stigma from it. Uh, mental well-being, um, we have this issue of people, whenever you talk about mental well-being, people come back and say, 
are you crazy? So there is no, you know. <laughs> the, 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 no, that's exactly the <laughs> point. Exactly, <yeah. laughs> so no, being stressed is a mental well-being issue. Being depressed is a mental well-being issue. Being, uh, you know, a bipolar is a mental well-being issue. Does not have to be a, a, a drug-related or a health or you need to go back. You need to understand what's going on and you need to be aware of it and you may be able to prevent it before you get into this later stages. There's definitely a mind um, shift, I think, that's taken place. There's a, a hotel over across the way from us in um, Sabeel House in the Greens. It's part of the Jamira family. And they take on people of determination front of house. And they're very open. It's like, yes... We have all different types of people come into our hotel. It's not saying people of determination need to be hidden. Yeah, we'll give them a few shifts at the weekend where no one can see them behind um, the doors. It's like, yeah, we're all different. We're all human. And it's just another member of staff. Absolutely. And uh, other pillars in Ma'an actually focus on that as well. So we have a vocational training for PODs, for instance, for people of determination. And um, uh, I mean, making your point forward is that uh, we had we're having around 25 people there and um, um, 25 people we had letters of intent from 25 comp- uh, uh, around 20 uh, 15 companies that actually says we we're willing to hire them after they go through the program so uh, and those are hotels uh, fmb uh, retail etc so the the mindset is is changing we want it to change even faster so if they want to take part what's the sort of timeline do you have deadlines is there a sort of program that runs throughout the year uh sure we run our incubator twice a year um it's usually a three-month program um it requires some sort um, of um a concise contribution to the program um uh, our current cohort uh, deadline is uh, the 29th of February okay. uh, for the incubator. Um, and um, so you, people... 14 s- days to go, yes, guys, absolutely. if you want to apply. Absolutely. Um, we don't restrict uh, locals. It's for anyone who has a, a good social ID. Um, and uh, we usually get uh, applicants from all over the world. Amazing, yep. amazing. So that's funny. We've had a few questions coming on for double zero one, and one of them was from Grace. And Grace said, "Do you fund both nationals and locals?" And the uh, answer, absolutely. And um, the first cohort of uh, the Man Social Incubator, we actually had uh, a, uh, a team from Brazil, a team from Egypt, a team from the UK, uh, wow. and a team from India, uh, and other teams, of course, residents and locals from the UAE as well. Amazing. Okay, Lena's also messaged in on 4001 and Lena says, what's the difference between social enterprise and non-profit in the UAE? Because many groups say they're non-profit, but they have a business license. Lena's like, I'm so confused. That's an excellent, excellent idea. Um, Both of them are there to make money, uh, so to speak, so to cover their cost. However, a social enterprise actually makes profit. Yeah. Uh, a non-profit organization stops at covering their cost. So they're a, a more or less a break-even yeah. uh, type of organization. But they're not a charity. But right? any surplus goes back into to Absolutely. supporting that business and the cause. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. We so have just a, qu- a quick question. Sorry, Natalie. So a social enterprise makes profit. Absolutely. And, and it's free to do what it wants with that profit? Or is it, uh, is, it, is, it, is it bound to do certain things with its profit? Or it could do whatever it wants with it? Um, so other... Um, Different countries in the world uh, identify social enterprises differently. 
some people, uh, South Korea, for instance, some of the extreme uh, cases where it says 67% of their revenues or of their port- profits needs to go back into the, the social uh, cause. Okay. Yeah. Um, w- we still don't have uh, regulations in that regard, but it's going to be probably lower than oh. that. Mia does say, can social entrepreneurs make lots of money or is it considered unethical? As you mentioned, there are parts of the world where it's different, but I guess a social enterprise, as you mentioned, is very different to a non-profit. Uh, uh, absolutely. So, yes, they make... Uh, is it ethical or not? Let's look at it in another way. Charities are struggling because their sources of income are usually from people donations and company donations, and that goes up and down depending on how well the economy is doing. Yeah. When you talk about uh, social enterprises and non-profit organizations, you want uh, a, a proper revenue stream so that they can be sustainable. This is our issue right now. Uh, when you talk about charities and you talk about programs, they don't continue because they don't have a proper sources of income. Making profit while doing good allows you to be sustainable. I'll give you an example. My, my, my brother runs a company that does... Uh mobility mobility uh, transformation so basically wheelchair lifts and stair mm. lifts and these things and yes. and, and, and uh, toilet transport uh, sorry toilet transformation here uh, yeah. here in dubai and i would regard that as a social enterprise and believe me he's he's after profit he's not uh, he's not there he's not there to break even he's there after profit but at the same time it's so rewarding to be able to you know help somebody who's never been to this to to, to the upper floor in his house for example install install a wheelchair lift whereas now he can go up and down easily and, and And, and makes his life much easier. And uh, continuing to the, uh, on that, um, they might make less profit than normal for-profit organizations just for the sake of the social uh, social issues covered. But they still make profit and most of it goes back into the organization uh, yeah. or to the social cause. Okay, um, we mentioned that you have four um, main pillars of work in terms of Mayan. Tell us, talk us through those pillars. Uh, sure, so um, uh, uh, the first, so we have the, of course, um, uh, social incubator and accelerator. And then we have, uh, just because we're talking about money right now, <laughs> we have the social fund, which is, um, uh, we want to do what we preach, right? So um, the social fund actually um It's two sides. It's yeah. an investment fund and then it's an endowment fund as well. And it allows us um, to invest the the CSR from companies if they want that to happen uh, and uh, uh, take the return on investment and put it back into social programs. So it's, uh, again, about sustainability. We don't depend on a source of income, but we depend on our investments to fund the social programs we try to create. Um, the other uh, pillar is uh, community engagement. It's very funny uh, a thing in the UAE, which is, I think, uh, uh, a nice pl- place to be. We have thousands, hundreds of thousands of volunteers registered for volunteers.ae, for instance. Yeah. But on the other side, we have a handful of volunteering programs. And um, we saw this as an issue. Um, people want to volunteer, but they don't find the places to volunteer through. Uh, we're uh, the community engagement program on one section actually is there to create programs for people to uh, volunteer in, as well as, of course, uh, managing that social, uh, 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 sorry, corporate social responsibility uh, aspect of companies and helping them direct it directly to social causes that 
uh, are a priority in Abu Dhabi. And that's one of the next questions I wanted to ask you, actually. Um, in terms of pressing social problems, you're probably well placed to tell us some of them that, that are urgent or more important or more significant here. Um, what are some of the, the, the big social problems that we need to address through some of these ideas? Uh, excellent. So um, uh, the, uh, the Department of Community Development in Abu Dhabi actually has a, a matrix of the uh, uh, priorities, the 40 top priorities, social okay. priorities. Um, all of the programs you see us focusing on and man is operationalizing those uh, those uh, priorities, social priorities. So we have uh, people of determination. We have mental well-being. We have um, seniors and um, uh, a lot of aspects within within seniors, but um, uh, isolation, uh, depression within within uh, senior citizens. Um, and we're continuing going through all of the programs. But, uh, uh, of course, um, uh, obesity, um, I, I, that, those are the ones I can um, remember on top of my head. No, that's, that's <laughs> quite a lot. That's quite a lot. Um, I guess one of the things I like about the website is you're kind of, there's a big call to action on it. It's kind of saying, do you have a social enterprise idea that could positively impact and address mental well-being challenges? What are you waiting for? So you're laying down the gauntlet and you're saying, we're here to support you. Absolutely. But come to us with the ideas. Absolutely. And uh, we also help you develop those ideas. So even if it's not ready to be incubated, we will be happy to help you develop it further for the for another cohort to be uh, so that you can apply for another cohort later on. Okay, so say I'm listening to this now, Dr. Saif, and I think I've got a brilliant idea. I think I have. Uh, it's going to ch- it's going to tackle a social problem. I think it ticks all the boxes. What does applying sort of involve? If I think I've got this great idea, do I need to have this major document, or is it a, a case of me putting my idea together and then I, I see if I can join the program? Um, so it's a it's a very well, I won't say very, but it's a simple process to apply. Okay. <laughs> um, we Be very careful. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying not to exaggerate that, but it's actually a simple program to, to, to apply for. Um, you need to have a coherent idea, right, of what you want to do. It's not uh, a fluffy. A lot of people come in the first cohort. A lot of people came in with ideas and they said, no, no, but we don't want to do it. You do it as a government. And we're like, this is not, and we're not in the business of that. We're getting a lot of that in the, in the competition yeah. as well, by the way. We, we, get, we get half an idea or, you know, just a general idea yes. of something or a need or whatever without, without actual structure on what, what they're proposing. Absolutely. And I think they need to be coherent and, um, and articulate in what they want to do. Yeah. Uh, some, bus- some business background helps in that regard. So financially, how it's going to work, etc. Um, will help them uh, develop, it. develop it further and for us to choose it as a, as a good uh, plan as well. Okay, final question from us. If anyone's listening to this, they want to take part, they think they've got a good idea. What tips do you have them? Do you have for them to make a great idea in terms of to be successful to go through the program? Any tips you can offer us? Um, uh, we uh, definitely look for people that are passionate about what they're talking about. It's not, you know, an idea and they change it next, for the next cohort. They change the theme because it's a <laughs> cohort. The serial uh, social entrepreneurs. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. George knows uh, a few. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, but we, we, uh, we want people to be passionate about it as well as um, understand that th- what we talked about, that the social enterprise, as- social aspect of it is 
key to their business model and not just an add-on. So yeah, I sell things and I give 20% of my profit to a CSR that does not make it a, a purely social enterprise. We want things that are built upon a social aspect of it at, uh, in the core of their business model. Amazing. Perfect. That's all we've got time for. It's been such an interesting conversation with you. Dr. Saif Al-Shali is from Man Social Incubator Accelerator. If people want to join in, what's the best? What's the website? Where can we? It's Man, M-A-A-N, uh, .gov.ae. And we're available in all of the social networks as well. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, and, and Twitter, and LinkedIn. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank It's been really interesting. My pleasure. My pleasure. You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.